Hello, this is Gary, and you're listening to Timeline Astrology. Hello, and welcome to my forecast for 2019. This is my overview for the year. I'm recording this on the 1st of January 2019, so Happy New Year. And I'll just go through my brief overview, really, of the year without getting into anything too in-depth. I'll do that month by month. And of course, remembering that nothing can be too in-depth in this type of forecast. In a general sense, this year, like any year, offers challenges. There are also rewards and opportunities. And by challenging us, and especially because of the conjunctions that begin in 2019, we are able to grow ultimately and I always think of that saying, uh, I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, a gemstone is not smooth without rubbing and a human being is not perfected without trials. So, you know, being Scorpio ascendant myself, you know, I do tend to look for things that um, I like to get my teeth into, I like to work out, I like to, you know, improve upon um, challenges I don't like to um, sugarcoat anything so you may if you have heard this forecast before this podcast or read my forecasts you may be familiar with my approach which is pretty direct uh, being a typical Scorpio but it's also you know looking for something nice in that because I also have Venus in Scorpio so I tend to want to at least look at something that's enjoyable in all of the chaos no, so I'm saying chaos because there are um, indications of a lot of chaos in 2019. And that starts in March. As soon as Pluto joins uh, with the south node that is moving into Sagittarius. Now this is sidereal signs I'm referring to here. So the south node we know as K2 in Vedic astrology moves into Sagittarius in March. And it joins Pluto which is at the very end of that sign. That's the first sense of something amiss and something has to change. And then the south node joins Saturn in Sagittarius and they'll be exact from April and they continue to transit alongside each other until October. So really from March, April until October. And of course, as I'm saying this, you're already going to be thinking Brexit in the back of your mind. Oh yeah, of course, in March and April. And Brexit is just one expression of this lack of order, really, a sense of disorder, a breaking down of systems. Um, And ultimately, this breaking down leads to a building up again. Um, And that I will talk about later on in other forecasts. But really, we have to go through a breakdown phase in 2019. And as long as you're on board and uh, familiar with where you need to break down something in order to rebuild, so as long as you're on board with all of these signs and what they represent then you know you can make the changes you can more consciously make those changes now that isn't to say that is that it's going to be easy because if you have like i have a saturn south node conjunction in your own chart you'll be familiar with this dynamic it's very complicated because saturn on the one hand is saying you need to do this and that take responsibility this is what must be done But at the same time, Ketu is saying, you know, it's kind of giving a bit of a lack of interest in doing that. And even to the extremes of wanting to just check out completely. So those traveling together for six months this year, which is unusual. 
they normally just conjunct for a brief period and then move on as the south node moves retrograde and Saturn moves forward they just pass each other and, and that's done however this year they're both moving retrograde for most of the summer so from April till October we're going to experience this conflict in the world and in our lives and we must be on board with that so that we can you know take responsibility for our own lives and our own actions and do what we must without checking out um, the only way that I would recommend that you do check out during the year is through meditation and that's the best of what K2 has to offer that sense of going beyond all the chaos all the conflict all the disorder and reaching that center of being beyond all of that struggle um, and that center of being can I was recently in a, a group discussion about this about a sense of struggle and flow and how we can flitter between both struggling and flowing in life but beyond the struggle and flow there is a sense of you know a kind of middle way or a sense of being in the struggle and the flow simultaneously so that is a possibility in 2019 and which is why when you look at these kind of transits and how they affect the world in a mundane sense there's challenges of course but in a spiritual sense you know this is very rewarding and this year will most definitely if you're on a spiritual path increase that but also it will improve your life if you're fully on board with it so you can there's enormous potential for growth in 2019 if you're willing to do the work that's required so the other thing about the south node is that it also brings up past issues and if you think uh, back in in terms of this, the nodes they they go in cycles as everything does we look at the south node as an 18 year cycle so if you count 18 years back from 2019 you will come to 2001 as soon as I say 2001 you're obviously going to think of 9-11 um, and what happened and the kind of reshifting uh, and we're going to have in 2019 into 2020 um, that kind of reset point again so it's a big reset when the nodes come into Gemini and Sagittarius so as I said in March this shift begins and this will be very relevant of course from the beginning because the nodes are in full effect from January as we have a solar eclipse in Sagittarius on January 5th into the 6th we have a total lunar eclipse on the 21st of January but we also have you know an eclipse in uh, Gemini and another in Sagittarius and two others in Sagittarius in fact so we have three solar eclipses in the year and we have two lunar eclipses so the eclipses mostly in Gemini and Sagittarius represent this dynamic between information and belief and when in 2001 we saw this play out in terms of you know the the twin towers being you know the symbolic representation of course of Gemini the twins and the trade which is Gemini and the opposite which is the fundamentalist uh, beliefs the religious fundamentalism in Sagittarius so we're going to see a repeat in some ways of that extreme divide because all signs are extreme they polarize each other so if you're too much on the Gemini side which is all about you know information ideas and you know it's all about trade and business if you're too much on that side and you um, have a lack of a sense of belief and faith in something beyond all of the facts and figures then Sagittarius is going to come along and say wait wait a minute there's something more to life something more meaningful that you're missing out on and of course if you're too far on the Sagittarius um, end of the spectrum 
which is more unlikely at this time in 2019 because Sagittarius, as I mentioned, is experiencing the South Node, which is where we have a sense of uh, disinterest in some way, and as well as Saturn's transit and Pluto since 2005. So we've got a, a, a lot of you know, influence on Sagittarius for many years now where it's kind of really digging things out and digging things up and removing things. So I could go on and on about the things, you know, about Sagittarius and the priests and the teachers and the guides that have been shown for who they really are. But again, if we go too far on that side as well and we start like painting everyone with the same brush, then we have nothing left to believe in. So this is a very real possibility in 2019 because of the conjunctions there. Lots more scandals in the church in, in terms of leaders and teachers, judges and priests and all of those people. Uh, and in our own lives, you know, being what we're being guided by. So we can be too much on one side or the other. Um, and we need to develop more of this Sagittarius approach, of course, because the North Node, um, opposite the South Node in Gemini, will show where we're kind of going towards. So in Gemini, we're going to see an increase of fears, of paranoia. And the positive side, we're going to see an increase in uh, technology. So anything you know technological at all in Gemini where we can communicate and just recently actually I was watching a movie the first movie or not a movie it's like a series on on Netflix where the um, audience can participate in how the story goes so you can literally Black Mirror is the, the series but um, you can literally decide on how you want the story to unfold by clicking um, on different options that come up on screen so that's kind of the type of thing that you can see in Gemini, these kind of new, this interactive, new, exciting, stimulating influence that the sign brings and, ex you know, can get exaggerated because of the North Node. But of course, another side of those ex exaggerations are we're overly stimulated, we're, we're feeling kind of anxious, like kind of tired and wired is one of the expressions of Gemini. So we must balance that with the Sagittarius end of the axis and find something more meaningful um, in our lives beyond all of that and actually one more thing I want to mention about the year and which is important because a lot of these conjunctions are occurring in the section of Sagittarius the lunar mansion called Purvarshada and that's um, a lunar sign that is in Vedic astrology ruled by the goddess of water Appa and so water is going to be a key consideration for the entire year and in 2018 we've already seen the indications of this because Saturn moved in here in the summer. So in the summer of 2018, even in the country that I live in, in Ireland, which is known as the, the Emerald Isle because it rains all the time, even here we experienced a drought. And so we had a, you know, a water ban, um, a hose pipe ban um, and water shortages. So we're going to see water shortages, water contamination, but also water damage a lot more. And I can think of 20... 18 as being the year of the fires because of Mars's exaltation and the south node conjunction for most of the year and for most of 2019 you know I'm going to see it as you know the year of the floods the droughts um the water shortages and um, and ultimately I think of this as um you know in the world obviously that's a challenge but of course in our own lives we can experience this flooding or this clearing a path or the sense of going with the flow all of these things will be very um, or not as the case may be and understanding how to get our flow back 
these are uh, major themes for the year ahead. So another thing to look for is what was going on in your life 18 years ago. The South Node in this 18 year cycle showed things that were prominent in that time for your own life um, and now it's coming back. So as I said, um, in the world we'll see this as religious fundamentalism playing out in terms of uh, affecting business, ordinary business life and how we interact with each other. That's the Gemini Sagittarius general signification. But in another way, we need to look at what these rule in our own lives and how we each experience these um, transits. And so think back 18 years ago, think about what was going on in your life back then. And, and those themes coming up again in 2019 into 2020 and understanding what needs to be done, what needs to change, what transits in 2019 really are asking us to make changes and some big changes. And I'm, I cannot overstate that because of you know the last couple of years really since 2016 and the conjunctions that occurred then you know it is a case of that when we experience difficulties in our lives you know we eventually get so sick of the way things are that we make changes and it's very rare that someone purposely makes the changes in their life before it gets so bad and we have a saying in Ireland to put something on the long finger where we put something off for so long where it just has to happen eventually or it happens or it gets it happens to us we maybe have a sense of it happening to us um, and the long finger in palmistry is the saturn finger so we have to be aware that with saturn's transit now and its conjunctions in 2019 that we can no longer do that we have to face up to the reality here and what i would say about that more than anything is that to make friends with reality and do what you must and don't avoid it. Um, avoiding it will be the worst thing to do in the year. Though you might tell yourself, convince yourself otherwise, we know what we must do deep down. And that knowing deep down is because of the planet Jupiter. And Jupiter rules Sagittarius, where all of this is happening. So Jupiter itself has a big say in how this unfolds. Jupiter is in a friendly sign for most of 2019. It's in Scorpio. There's a brief period in March and April where it moves into Sagittarius, but only barely. It goes to zero degrees Sagittarius in March and it stations at zero degrees of Sagittarius and moves back into Scorpio in April. So for the end of March and most of April, we have Jupiter at zero degrees of Sagittarius, which is a very sensitive juncture for any planet to transit. And Jupiter representing this sense of knowing, knowing what to do, who to listen to, um, this intuition, um, as well as outwardly, you know, the sense of order and, you know, abundance in the world, the sense of hope and optimism, the and also practically the economy for example, so obviously I'm thinking Brexit here when I'm speaking of this, but we're going to see it in all sorts of ways in terms of, you know, how we have a sense of order or lack thereof and how we're going to be moving forward during all of this chaos. March and April seem to be the most challenging months in many ways because of that, until Jupiter backs up into Scorpio again. But even that, then it's retrograde on, you know, until the end of the summer. So we're watching Jupiter moving back and kind of like going back to the drawing board after the chaos of March and April. And then 
by the end of the year Jupiter moves back into Sagittarius so on November 4th so then it finally moves into Sagittarius so the brief March April period is is temporary um, and the, the April onwards period despite all the more challenging conjunctions that are going on at least Jupiter's presence in Sagittarius is offering us some sense of hope in all of that chaos and, and disorder so um, Jupiter's transit is helpful throughout the year as is Venus's transit which is exalted in the year or other challenges are Mars's debilitation uh, but more challenging is Mars's previous transit opposite um, the Saturn south node conjunction so it joins the north node um, and that is probably the, one of the more challenging transits for the year so Mars joins the north node on June 12th um, and this obviously is going to be highly volatile in the summer so midsummer we're going to see a lot of um, heat and volatility a lot of explosive events whether man-made or natural and this is one to watch so this whole period April to October is you know a conflicted period in general and you know the epicenter of it being June with Mars's opposition is another one to watch for and around the midsummer uh, point to be really uh, aware of the need to uh, vent some steam to let off any aggression so that you're not attracting it in your own life to be aware of that going on in June means also maybe avoiding big crowds where it's you know higher potential for disturbance when you're affected by other people's or even in groups of people um, of course this will uh, happen in relationships as well between people um, but if you're just taking ownership of your own sense of anger um, and frustration and need to vent and to find the courage and the wisdom and all of this because again Jupiter is moving through Scorpio um, retrograde at this stage and so it offers us some wisdom in all of this in terms of taking action that is appropriate and doing the right thing which ultimately is our goal in 2019 so those are my forecasts for the year and i'd like to thank you for listening if you'd like to learn more you can go to my website timelineastrology.com i write a monthly forecast and i record a monthly podcast i've also just released a magazine called timeline astrology and You'll find articles there from some great Vedic astrologers, articles on the lunar mansions or nakshatras of Vedic astrology, as well as romance compatibility in the Vedic chart, a systems approach to Vedic astrology, and um, the 2020 conjunctions, as well as the 2019 transits aspects, and my own interpretation of these and forecasts or what I call timelines for the year. So have a look, it's timelineastrology.com. And so for now, thank you for listening. Until next time.